This is Dream Power Radio, the place where your dreams turn into reality. Here is your host, Debbie Specter Weissman. Hello, 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 and welcome to Dream Power Radio. I'm your host, certified dream life coach, Debbie Specter Weissman. This is a place where we talk about dreams, both daytime and nighttime dreams, and how you can use them to make the internal shift to a life you love and rediscover the truth of who you really are. Let's start off today by giving you a little peek behind the curtains of Dream Power Radio. When I first started this podcast, my main focus was on nighttime dreams. How by paying attention to these nocturnal messages, you gain greater self-confidence and self-awareness and insights in ways we just can't do in our waking hours. And while Dreamwork is incredibly special to me and responsible for the transformations I've had in my own life. I do realize that those of you who find themselves not being able to remember your dreams naturally might want to seek out different ways for self-improvement. So over the course of this podcast, I've expanded into talking about our daytime dreams by reaching out to experts in all areas of empowerment. And in doing so, I've greatly increased my own understanding of effective ways of connecting with our inner selves. And I hope that you have too. Well, recently, I became aware of a man who's had great success with one of the most unusual methods I've ever heard of. Vinny Sturgeon is the founder of the Mindful Ukulele Method that pairs the practice of mindfulness with ukuleles. That's right, ukuleles. That got me really curious. So I'm bringing him on now to explain how this musical instrument can make such a positive difference in people's lives. Welcome to Dream Power Radio, Vinny. Hello, Debbie. Beautiful. Nice introduction. Loved everything you said there. Well, (laughs) Vinny, I understand that you're actually a trained musician, but whatever got into your head to ukuleles and mindfulness go together. (laughs) I've been always, besides being an artist, besides being a recording artist and a live artist, musician, creator, I've always been an educator. So it was as a self-employed musician, you got to spring your, uh, spread your wings wide and far. And teaching has always been a thing I did on the side, but actually the more I did it, the more I loved connecting with people and sharing what I can do with people who who don't uh, have anything to do with music. And at some point, someone wanted ukulele lessons. I'm mainly a guitar player, but ukulele, I always played on the side as well. It's quite an easy instrument. And that's exactly the point. It's a very easy to learn instrument. It's very accessible and mindfulness and meditation has always been a very important part of my own mental health regime. So at some point I started to introduce some exercises with my students and they found it immensely helpful because they, they didn't know about it. And then I just started to do different exercises alongside the lessons and it just made a very big impact in in their lives because they only came to learn how to play an instrument but then actually they learned something much more deep that started to affect other areas of their life especially if those people are having a lot of stress because they have stressful jobs stressful lives and so on and so i just combined them 
into my so new teaching start methods. Start by combining the mindfulness with the ukulele lessons or the ukulele lessons with the mindfulness. Uh, sorry, can you say it again? You were cut out. For I things. said, did you start with combining the mindfulness to the ukulele students or did you combine the ukulele with the mindfulness students? Uh, no, so I, I started to combine the mindfulness with the ukulele students. Uh-huh. And was it something like did one of the students reach out to you and say, you know, this is interesting, but I stressed out or something? Or how did it actually evolve? It's a, some of my students, not all of my students are, so I have quite a big range of people, of different kinds of people from all socioeconomic backgrounds. And what I noticed with a specific group of people, who, people who work a lot, people who are in stressful environments, doing corporate jobs and not having music in their lives, they first start to come to me because they, they sort of are in a career where they wanted to be. But I always sensed, okay, they are looking for something deeper. And it was like trial and error. I thought, okay, would you like to do a little breathing exercise? And people were really hooking onto that. And then I, I thought, okay, oh, it's actually really beautiful to, to combine something like the ancient old history of mindfulness with the learning uh, of an instrument because uh, you help people to develop healthy habits that impact their lives in many other areas while also while they're also learning how to play an instrument. So it's quite amazing that you start doing something fun like playing the ukulele, but then also learning all, all, all this other stuff. And people were just really loving it. And then I just kept doing it and experimenting more. And over the years, I just developed it into uh, my own very own teaching method yeah so you said that you are using the ukulele because it's an easy instrument to learn uh how easy is it because i mean i don't really play very many musical instruments and can i pick up the ukulele and, and learn how to <laughs> uh, yes i promise you if we have a lesson after an hour you're going to play your first song i mean it, it's always of course everyone is different but the thing is, uh, even when you just strum the strings, well, with the open strings, which anyone can do, this is the first step of engaging in music, engaging in creativity. And very often what I also find is that a lot of my work is helping people to trust themselves again, to jumpstart their curiosity, to, to tell them, okay, yeah, you can do that. Don't worry. We're going to make hundreds of mistakes, but it's not about this. It's all about starting a journey and immersing yourself in, in creativity. And music is just a very natural way for us humans uh, to express ourselves. And by doing that, it, it just opens up so many other things. But uh, I, I say anyone can anyone can learn music. And also one of my other main things that are very important to me as an educator is to open up this world that I love and that I'm passionate about to anyone. Because, you know, in our society or in our times where everything is perfect, there is the perfect selfie culture, there is an app for everything to optimize your life. 
and I want to get people away from that. I want to want them to forget about it and just take something in their hands, an instrument, and start exploring it. And it's kind of magic, like creating a sound or writing writing a song is really magical. And very often we forget about this in our crazy lives where we have to pay mortgages, take care of all, all our, our crazy lifestyles that we have. And it's just a, an amazing way to stop the noise and start to uh, grow out from yourself again. Yeah. Is it you understand that, what I mean? Is it that you're getting them to focus on something so that they're putting their attention on something that's beautiful and magical like music and not putting their focus on the others that are going on in their life? Exactly. And that's that's a side product because you you meet with someone, it's it's not about creating the next musical genius or whatever. It's all about engaging in the creative act and gaining a new perspective. And your universe is only as big as your perspective. And if you open your perspective, suddenly you uni- and we all have that as kids very naturally when we don't think about optimizing stuff. But as we grow older and as our responsibilities grow, very often this gets lost, but we still have it. And by engaging in, in a creative act, we, or I also always find, uh, I found in myself in many things that many of the answers that I'm having, many of the questions that I'm having, I have the answers already. I just need to let them grow out of me, of myself and just stop the noise and listen to myself again. And music or my method is just a tool to allow that again. Yeah. And I think also it's probably fun too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. It's connecting. It's connecting over something beautiful and it's a lot of fun. I always have a make really deep connections with my students, people who I don't know. And after two months, you just get to know each other. It's just, I love it. Okay, so talk talk to me a bit about the experience. Give me an example of like someone who comes in and hasn't played ukulele before and, and you, you get them into it. What is the session like for them? How, what happens when they leave? What, tell me about the difference. So we start... Wherever this, wherever my new student is, some people maybe have had some kind of lessons in their lives. Some people would have always liked to have music in their lives, but either they never got the chance or life got in the way. And so I just start wherever wherever we are. And the first steps are very simple. It's call and response. I play something on the open strings. The other person plays something back. And then we just grow it from there. And lots of the work that I'm doing is also more from the mindfulness side is focusing on the breathing. Because, you know, loads of people forgot how to breathe. It's a very simple thing, actually. But we, we're not aware of it uh, anymore. And my whole method is about realigning your body with your mind and uh, breathing work is a big part of that. So we start to do some simple exercises, just becoming aware of our breaths. This turns into short meditations where we become aware of different body parts and 
it's always uh, going between those two, doing a bit of music, doing a bit of um, meditation, breathing work. And by the end of the lesson, usually people are much calmer. They um, experience something they never did before. They get the feeling, hey, hey, I can do that. I thought I never could do that. Everyone always told me, you can't. And it, it's just creating an awareness for themselves and being calmer after a session. Yeah, I, I think it would also promote greater self-confidence. Exactly, exactly. So it's, it's a lot about confidence and telling people, you can do that. It's, it's not uh, rocket science. And uh, each journey has a different speed, but it's also then becoming aware of your own speed and allowing your own speed. And everyone's just very different, but uh, everyone has the same, everyone is the same, import, has the same importance. Oh, this is so fascinating. Vinny, I want to hear more about this, but we have to take a short break now. We are speaking all about mindfulness and ukuleles with Vinny Sturgeon, and we'll be right back. Are you a woman over 50 feeling lost and disconnected? Have your dreams been shattered by self-doubt and insecurity? We understand. Our new guide, Morning Confidence Boosters, is designed to help you finally break free from the chains of doubt and insecurity that have been weighing you down. It's a five-step plan that will empower you to tap into your inner strength and courage, allowing you to take control of your life and start living with purpose and passion. Rekindle that lost spark of confidence and start moving toward your goals with newfound enthusiasm. Invest in yourself. Take the first step toward true confidence today with Morning Confidence Boosters. Click on the link in the show notes for more. Welcome back to Dream Power Radio with your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman. Yes, welcome back to Dream Power Radio. I'm your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman, and we're talking about ukuleles and mindfulness with Vinny Sturgeon. Well, Vinny, so I want to talk a little bit more about just the power of music itself, because music is its own language. You know, we, we don't really usually, people who aren't musicians don't think of it as being a language, but it has such a powerful effect on us. So just speak a bit about, you know, the power of music itself. As we were talking before, music has always been around as a very basic way of expressing our feelings. Even back in the caves, we started to hit things and then rhythm came about. Or even when when you talk, when I talk, when anyone talks, we're creating music. There is the voice goes up and down rather than speaking like this. So we're we're creating music uh, all day long and it's just an amazing way of creating connection communicating with each other i, I may share a story i was working for in the past for the past five years four years i was working in a prison in southeast london where i worked with young offenders in the prison system and uh, showed them how to produce beats it was lots lots about music production like how you the technology behind it but also about songwriting and for me it was such an amazing experience to come into a room with people i don't know 
people who are at the end of society that no one wants, we put them there because through whatever reason they ended up there. We could talk a lot about that. But I come in there with strange accents and then instantly we can talk about something and we both share the same passion. And that was for me one of the most amazing experiences that we can come from such different backgrounds and instantly we have something that connects us and and music like wherever you go it doesn't matter what country you go music is is everywhere and it's always a language that uh, is in another frequency similar than dreams right uh, dreams are also just another frequency of reality or something what our our souls or our minds want to tell us and tapping into that frequency anyone can do that and it's just very powerful and it pierces through cultures through loads of differences it's just something inherently human oh yeah can you tell me a little bit about you know, the effect it had on the prisoners? I mean, did you see any kind of transformation taking place with them? It's hard to say uh, if I'm if I'm very honest. It's from a, because I've met uh, my students there just for a short amount of time, once a week. But for that amount of time, I could definitely see them being engaged in something. It was not about what they did wrong. We, we just focused on on, on something positive and something beautiful. And uh, maybe one of the effects is that people learn about clear communication. It's about accountability. Okay. If we want to record a song, we got to do this and this and this first. And if you don't do that, we can't go there. And it's also about adaptability because things go wrong all the time or uh, the infrastructure within the prison was very basic. So we always had to come up with ways to make things work. And from that point of view, it certainly helped people to to get better at those soft skills, uh, we call it, right? And all in a very playful way. It was not a PowerPoint presentation. Okay, this is how you get better at communication, but it's all about just very practically doing something and through that process uh, developing those skills. Yeah, I mean, that, that is, you know, it's wonderful work that you're doing. And, you know, it brings to mind a dream worker friend of mine who has spent time with going into prisons and teaching them about dream work and how to, you know, remember their dreams and work with their dreams. And she had found great changes in some of them the prisoners who knew they were going to be getting out and the insights into themselves the way they were able to help themselves some of them were able to get off drugs and some of them were able to resolve some of the traumas that they've had and so they got out of prison they were better equipped to deal with the post-prison life than somebody who had those skills and then would get out and then probably end up going back in because yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, fascinating. I never thought about that, like teaching dream work in a prison, but obviously it's a good idea. What what I found is also some of the people in there 
or maybe most of them have experienced horrible things in their lives, be it growing up in abusive families, being surrounded by drugs and just horrible circumstances and being able to put some of those things, some of those feelings into words and even just speaking it out loud is is a way of processing it, even if some of the lyrics were very graphic and very uh, brutal. But I think it's it's a good way of just relieving yourself of those things that you have inside rather than uh, always digging them deeper and deeper. Like bringing it up is a better way of trying to deal with it in some way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the thoughts, the feelings that remain hidden and don't get expressed are the ones that get festered and turn into the exactly. viral that people go through. So exactly, uh, yeah. did you bring the ukuleles into the prison? Uh, no ukuleles. It was hard to, it was very hard to bring anything in there. But we had uh, computers and some really, really old guitars with two instead of six strings. But even that, we, we just used that and made something out of it. You can make sound from anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, work with it. But I want to get back to, to your session. So when you see people, do they just have one session with you or do you go through a whole series? Of, how does that work? I have one of my main thing that people do is a 12-week course. So it's like a 12-week mindful ukulele course where we start somewhere. And by the end of those 12 weeks, I want my students to be able to play their favorite songs at the beginning we always make a list okay these are the songs i want to be able to play and i also want to i want them to have the mindfulness tools that they can then take on in their lives like all basic meditations that we keep doing and lots of my students actually they they stay on some of them stay on to learn how to play the guitar or want to like i have one student and he he just loves coming once a week out of his he's working 15 16 hours every day and once a week when we meet online so it's most of those lessons are online with people from all over the world it's just a, a, a time out for him to just focus on, on this thing have a nice time together learn something fun and exploring music in a non-judgmental and positive environment yeah, that is so amazing. You, know, you can see the effects. Just even on the smile on your face, people who are listening, <laughs> the smile, just talking about it, brings such a smile to, to you. So I can see you get an awful lot of satisfaction out of oh, it. Oh, yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, do you have your ukulele with you now, by any chance? Yes, sitting next to me. Ta-da! So can you give me a little little taste of kind of thing do? Yeah. Okay, let me see. Is it in tune? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to just do a little groove and just come up with something. Let's see what happens. Nice. So in, in one session, you could have somebody playing chords like that. Maybe not so many chords that I have 
a couple of tunes ready up, up my sleeve that only only use one chord. That is, for instance, the Bob Marley tune. Get up, stand up, stand up for your rights. That's just only one chord, which is quite easy to play, and it's a fun fun tune to play. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet the people who have never picked up a ukulele before are amazed that they can actually play it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's also for lots of people then when they go home and can and sh share this with their kids, with their partners, it's it spreads the law further out, out from the lesson. And it's just it's such a simple thing. Like I'm not reinventing the wheel here. It's I'm, I'm just using very basic ingredients, but it has big effects on people's lives, even if they just if they try it out and, and just just give it a go. But I, I always find that people leave with a smile on their face and think, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool that I did that. I would think so. And, you know, it's funny. I just the other day read that Dick Van Dyke at age 97 has taken up the ukulele. Because <laughs> I want to learn something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So I guess you can do it at, at any age. You can make it uh, yes, it's it's all all about just being open, being curious, uh, and allowing yourself to to dive into something. That is that is something. Well, this time has gone by very very fast. So, do you have a final word you'd like to leave for our audience? First of all, it was really beautiful to chat to you. And if anyone is interested in my Mindful Ukulele Methods, uh, especially for you lovely listeners, you can go on power.mindfulukulelemethod.com where you get a free four-part mini course. I recorded some videos and we're going to learn a uh, first course. It's uh, over seven weeks. You get sent some emails. Just go there and, and try it out nothing you can lose and if anyone's interested just hit me up uh, or if you have any questions drop me a mail it would be lovely to hear from you okay so you could you repeat the website again it's at power.mindfulukulelemethod.com wonderful well Vinny, thank you so much for being on dream power radio today yeah beautiful to be here have a lovely day okay we've been speaking about the transformational power of music with ukuleles with Vinnie Sturgeon. I hope you've enjoyed today's program. If so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Until next time, this is Debbie Spector-Weissman saying, sweet dreams, everybody. You've been listening to Dream Power Radio with your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman. For more information on Debbie or to sign up for her newsletter, go to dreampowerradio.com. This has been Dream Power Radio.